Hello, and welcome to the Pragmatic Live podcast series, where we tackle the biggest challenges facing today's product management, product marketing, and other market and data-driven professionals with some of the best minds in the industry. I'm Rebecca Calajaris, Vice President of Marketing at Pragmatic Institute, and your host for this episode. Today, we're joined by Josh Gosliner, Director of Product Marketing at Juvo. Welcome, Josh. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So now, Josh, uh, one of my colleagues saw you speak at a conference recently and came back raving about your conversation and your and your presentation. And really what you were digging into is sort of what do you do when product management partners don't understand what product marketing is and somehow the the disconnect there and the the lack of definition about some of those roles and that what you told me about it, we reached out immediately. It's, it's such a common problem uh, and such a popular topic with our audience because everybody defines the roles differently and that just, that just expands the confusion. And of course, everybody thinks their roles is the most important and the most strategic, seeing the value in the other parts a little bit harder. So I'm hoping today we can dive into this topic. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. All right. But first, Josh, can you give people a little bit under understanding of your background and how you got into the role you have today? And then also, because it does vary from company to company, what product marketing means to you and at Juvo? Sure. So I have been in marketing and product marketing for a little over a decade uh, in various roles around product marketing, uh, had some partnership type roles as well. I think that you know, per one of the things you were saying, product marketing really does have a diverse set of individuals that come into it. And I think that it's a requirement inherently that you have different backgrounds and you have the ability to use your brain in different ways to solve problems. I think the product marketer inherently has to think about things from a customer perspective, from a company perspective, and from a product perspective in order to to get the most out of uh, the, you know, really the product roadmap and and delivering product to customers. So uh, the the role of product marketing is one that, you know, I think it, it varies from company to company. And and I've been in both B two C and B two B type roles. And I think the really the difference between those two is where I've seen the the, the biggest. Uh, difference in terms of what product marketing is responsible for and, and ultimately delivering. I would say on the consumer side, it's much more about driving downloads, driving engagement, and and really, I would say much more like a traditional marketing type role. On the other hand, I would say in a, in a B2B uh, instance of, of which I'm currently in and and probably have a little bit of a stronger preference for, especially because consumers are so fickle, is really around, you know, driving education of not only to customers, but to sales teams as well. And, uh, you know, one of the things I always like to, you know, refer to as a diagram in which I, of course, show product marketing in the middle and really show <laughs> the internal world and the external world of a B2B company and, you know, the different parties of which, the product marketing team is engaging with on the inside as well as on the outside, bringing insights from the market back into the organization, which certainly informs the product roadmap, and then being able to communicate that product roadmap, product releases, everything product out to the market in order to drive sales. 
So it's, there's a whole lot of things going on, that's for sure. Yes. And because there's so much going on and we have such different handoffs with such different groups, and of course, to your point, we are at the center of the universe. You know, like sometimes my mother doesn't understand what I do. Uh, and, you know, I, it, that, that doesn't stop me on a day-to-day basis. But when it's someone closer to me, when it's a partner that I need to work very closely with, whether it be sales uh, who maybe dismisses the role or, uh, or product management that doesn't understand it, that can add a lot of tension. Sure. And, you know, I think the, the, the aforementioned presentation I gave was really talking about why it is that, that you do need product marketing. And the, the thing that I've seen in, in different instances, and this isn't always the case, is that there's times in which you have product people who are talking about why their product is so great. And you have salespeople who are trying to really sell that vision and if you if you're not able to translate what the product does but and and what the product delivers on for a customer and the value that it's delivering it's that's really a a pretty significant chasm and i would say it is the product marketer's job to really cross that chasm and to make sure that you're translating what a an actual product does to the benefit it delivers. And I think the most important aspect of this is really developing a strong sense of customer empathy and really understanding what are the problems that my customer is trying to solve so that you can really go about explaining the ways in which the product is going to do that and is going to make their lives better, more lucrative, or whatever value you're ultimately delivering. So I think that it's, it's very clear then how that talks about how the product delivers value. And I also think that helps illustrate uh, your point about how we can demonstrate how we deliver value to all of our partners internally, right? So, so if you were to say, uh, if you were to position yourself to your partner as a product marketer, product management, what, how do you demo to them the value you can bring to them in their role? Yeah, I think the main thing is ultimately you want the market to care about the product. And it's the product marketer's job to ensure that that happens. And it's, it's the product marketer's job to be one or even several steps closer to the market than a product manager. And, and as a result, being able to bring those customer insights in to help them you know, really shape the product as it's being developed. I think the earlier on in the process that product marketing is involved, the better the results will be. But at the same time, once that product is ready, really being able to communicate the value in the terms that the customer you know, really understands. Like you should be able to use a customer's voice in explaining why a customer should care about it. So that's really interesting what you say about being closer to the market as a product marketer. One of the things that we talk about in our courses is that there's you know, personas, buyers mm-hmm. and users, right? And so often, when we see big enterprise software companies, the product managers are closer to the users, right? They're, they're spending more mm-hmm. time with the users and the understanding product marketing is, you know, steps closer to the buyer and the language they use. Is that what you guys, what you see in your roles or have you seen really in, in, uh, in the companies you've worked with that really product marketing is the one spending time with all of the, the customers, buyers and users? No, I, I think that's a, totally accurate statement and I think a great point as well. You know, the 
product manager. And, and I think that this is one of the reasons that you really do need product marketing. And, and part of the value is not just about who's using the product, but really at the end of the day, nobody's going to be using the product if somebody hasn't purchased it in the first place. And, you know, the, the value that a, you know, any different, you know, you could have any number of products where it may even be that the end users don't want the, that product or, or don't really love it, but are, are being mandated to use it by somebody in their, their company. The, the, the dream scenario where you want to get is a product that's delivering business value and, and hitting the bottom line in a way that makes it easy for people to make a purchase decision. But at the same time, it's delivering value and driving engagement with the end users as well. So that it's, you know, it's not only about selling your deal the first time, it's about being able to renew those deals uh, on an ongoing basis. And therefore, you have to convince people to buy, but you also have to convince people to use and, and be able to generate value through a product on a day-to-day basis. You know, and I think that brings up a good point because the more and more we see with uh, SaaS or subs- and subscription products, the more that continual buying decision uh, is at the user level a bit, right? And so I think some of the, the buying activities or even the renewal activities that would have been focused at the buyer, we do on the product marketing side then get closer to the user because it we need to keep that relationship and keep the the sales for last of, lack of a better word, but we need to keep showing them benefits and keep talking to, to them and showing them the value that they're receiving in order to keep making those continual purchase decisions. So the lines are probably less clear than they used to be yeah. between between those two. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, what you're referring to is what I, I, I would really call the consumerization of IT in which, you know, you have SaaS business models in which you can have the the direct users of a product go and make a purchase decision or even get started with a trial. And then they're the ones who are influencing the purchase decision when it gets to that level. Uh, it's, it, it's a significant change that's taken place. And I apologize to your listeners who don't have a B2B SaaS background because <laughs> I, I, I fear we're going a little bit deep into that, that area, but it's the, you know, the way that IT has evolved, you actually have purchase decisions behaving much more in a B2C type manner than a B2B manner. A traditional B2B sale uh, would, would really involve selling kind of top down. And you find with this consumerization of IT, you have this bottom up type approach where you could have individuals or teams who start using a product, which could then get the attention of IT because they might see traffic going through a new service uh, or they simply bring it to their attention and then you could have a purchase decision being made at the IT level or even still at the individual or team level as well. Very true. Okay, so we talked a lot about, um, you know, product marketing, being able to take different views to being able to understand the, the market and the buyers at an intimate level so that they can really draw the connection between the product and the value that the, that the customers will see. We talked a little bit about how, uh, you know, the handoffs and the roles, but for those listeners who maybe are in a situation where they're in product marketing, they love it because it's the best job in the world, um, but they're struggling in in building those partnerships across the aisle, what suggestions do you have for them? I think in a lot of ways, you have to 
and I think product marketers are best positioned to do this, you actually have to start thinking about the different people that you interact with as your various customers. So you have a product person who's got a certain job that they need to get done and you're helping them do that. So what is the way in which you can deliver the most value to a product person? And I think that it's going to vary from company to company and business to business, but really what you have to think about is what is, what is the gap that exists between the product person and the market and how can I help close that gap? And I've found that it's a challenge I've seen in basically every business I've been in, which is product people are smart people, they're technical people, and they inherently believe that they can do everything. <laughs> and that's, that's not a knock on them. They're, they're mostly right. But what I, I've found is that product people can, and oftentimes they, they think they are doing a great job of explaining things when it turns out that they're actually not. And I think being able to simply just demonstrate what the incremental value is of having product marketing in place and really what you can bring to the table is, is the only way to really demonstrate that value. Uh, I think sitting a product person down and explaining to them what product marketing is and how you plan to deliver value will, will only go so far. You have, to, uh, you have to use a product marketing tool and, and give them a case study, a, a, a real life case study um, by demonstrating the value to them. I, I think every company I've joined, there's always, who is this new person? Why do we need this role? And the, the only way to really break through that is to just show people what the difference is. And when they see that, that difference, it, it really makes people happy. I've, you know, in my current role, I would say the, the product people that I work with now are relieved and happy to see that we are creating sales materials instead of them. They're, you know, from the sales side, they're really happy to see that myself and my team spend a lot of time in the market and interacting with customers and bringing those insights back into our headquarters and really seeing that it's influencing our roadmap in a meaningful way. So I would say it took easily a year from when I joined the company to when people started to really understand what it is that I was doing and, and the value that it was generating. So to, to say that it's gonna happen instantaneously uh, or it's going to happen automatically, it, it certainly won't. It's just something you kind of have to chip away at. I think that's uh, that's true about a lot of things, right? I, I can Absolutely. say 100%, but it's what I what I do and what I demonstrate that's going to make it the most clear. And I do think what's nice, though, is in an organization where you break through as a product marketer, um, the first one is somewhat the hardest, right, for them to really understand the role and uh, to let some of those things go that were maybe in their mind something they were supposed to be doing. But once that connection is there, then as you expand your teams, there's, there's, there's goodwill built in there. But unfortunately, I've also seen it where there's a goodwill built in. We've got a good team. We add one who's maybe uh, a different model, and then you can lose some credibility. But, but there's nothing more to, better to do than just to continually demonstrate the value and to bring that market evidence and those perspectives that they don't have. Yeah, and I think, you know, any, if, if any product marketers, any what bit like myself, uh, they lack patience. <laughs> and so the hardest thing to do is to have that patience to really take the time to continuously demonstrate that value. And, you know, I think we would all love for the very first time we do something that everyone sees the value. 
And what I found is it doesn't happen that way and it's obnoxious, uh, but you have to keep doing what you're doing, being persistent, uh, you know, really helping product people change the way that they're thinking about things and getting them to a point where they're trusting you to do your job. And really from there, the results will start to come. All right, Josh, we talked about a lot of different things today. If you could do, uh, if you could get our listeners to do two things differently tomorrow, based on what we talked about today, what would you do? Wow, that's a tough one. I think the the first thing is, I I think it's you can never spend too much time with customers and and too much time in market. I think it's and and, and also with sales. I think it, it it's really. I'll encapsulate, you know, all of these various elements, whether it's, you know, your sales team, whether it's customers, whether it's looking at competitors, whether it's reading things that are going on in the market, but all of those things together, having a strong understanding of the market, it's really such a cornerstone of the value that product marketers bring to an organization that you just can't do too much of it. So I think keeping your ear to the ground talking to salespeople as much as possible, going to customer meetings, listening in on customer meetings, any way that you can do it, uh, do that as much as you can. I know, you know, one of the challenges that has always existed in, in this area is salespeople don't want product marketing people coming to their meetings because it's another person in the room. They think that they're being critiqued or they're worried that a product marketing person is going to say something in the meeting you know, salespeople are rightfully protective of, of their leads and their deals. Uh, but as you continue to demonstrate value there, I think you can also break down those walls. But you, you have to find market insights in whatever form that you can in order to, to ensure that you maintain your continuous education on the market. So that's number one. And then number two, I think it's really about investing in relationships because you know this the the diagram that i referred to has product marketing people in the middle it means that there's a lot of lines that connect to different dots within the organization and outside the organization and i think that building and maintaining those relationships and building an environment in which people want to come to you and want to work with you is incredibly important i've I found when you get to a place in which you are no longer going to product people, but they're coming to you, that means you're starting to make the progress that you, that you need to make. And, and just being a good partner to all of the people involved because they're all valuable assets to you as a product marketer. And when you build those relationships, you know, professionally as well as personally, it really makes work more enjoyable and, and much more effective. Be in the market more, spend more time to salespeople and invest in those relationships. Great, great advice. Good. And, you know, I would say one of the things that's been most effective is kind of combining the two of those and spending time with salespeople in the field. Uh, and, and I mean, not just in customer meetings, but you know, having a beer afterwards or having a meal afterwards and really getting to know people. Uh, at, at our company, our sales team is based everywhere but the U.S. And mm. so 
you know, having that communication with people, spending time with them in market is just invaluable. All right, Josh, thank you very, very much for joining us today. I really appreciated it. And thank you for sharing your story. I think there's some great insights and I learned something and, and I am sure our audience will too. Thanks very much, Rebecca. It's been fun. All right. That does it for today's episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And don't forget to join us next week when we tackle another great topic designed to help you elevate your product, your company, and your career. <laughs>